Did you see that, Kevin? Did you see that? Because you don't have a single turn that you can do except move cards around. Welcome back. This is Orthogonally Adjacent. So we got Roll Call, Chris. Brian. Kevin. Matt. Cubby. All right, that's it. That's the last Mouseketeer I know. <laughs> I knew those two. That's <laughs> it. So we got a game tonight. Uh, we are going to go over Ark Nova, which uh, we played a lot. Um, Ark Nova is you're building a zoo. Think uh, terraforming Mars, light, and you've got... A stack of cards that makes Wingspan jealous. <laughs> There's five roles. Builder, a sponsor, uh, an association, a animal planter, and taking cards. And so those are kind of the things you're going to be doing. And there's two scoring tracks. There's the green scoring track, which I'm told is the conservation points. We just call it the victory points because that's a big word and we always get confused. <laughs> and the other side are the little tickets, which are kind of your appeal. So every card you have for animals in the bottom right is going to give you the ticket bump. So if you put in a cheetah, you're getting six. If you put in like a wombat, you're getting one. You know, and the, the price is according. Uh, there are ways to help yourself out by getting these universities and getting ties to partner zoos in other countries what else do we got going on all the general sponsorship bonuses i mean uh the sponsorships are various things and and there's a basic set of hey if anybody puts down a primate you get money if you've got primates you get money and then you know for each different kind of build there's you know uh, a special sponsorship for it the scoring system the victory point chart this whatever it is you're trying to make them meet the green, the victory points are slow in coming. So you're you're kind of loading up your zoo and you're working your way around there. And then at some point, they'll cross on the, the side of the conservation points because it's just so difficult to get those to come around. I'm sure we're playing this wrong and people are going to be like, no, 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 that's easy. You just do this and this. <laughs> Not for us. Not for us. We like it the hard way. So, But it's really cool. Um, it is long. Even when you've been playing it you got people that know what they're doing it's still kind of a long game um the other thing you didn't talk as much about was actually building out your zoo you've got all oh, these yeah, different yeah. habitats that are different shapes and we've talked about playing tetris and trying to get all your pieces down before yep. so this is another one of those games where each person has their own zoo board that they're working with that they're trying to cover certain spots on that to get bonuses and find room to fit in the habitats that they want and everything totally so. yeah but it's got less of a tetris feel better because you're just doing the threes and the twos and you know the, yeah. the standard size, and it's so huge, it only messes you up if you're going for the big animals and you're like, I cannot fit this anywhere. I'm just gonna have to let the elephant go. Uh, Kevin, Kevin is particularly uh, excited about this game. Um, how Kevin's only played it twice, and he doesn't remember the first time. Well, it was and the about second eight time he will apart. never forget. Yeah, <laughs> about eight months apart, and uh, yeah, I just. 
I, I didn't know enough about it the second time to really play it well. It's a frustrating game. We did not have Brian here to do the rule play yeah. for so him. So it's clearly, clearly my fault entirely. Yeah. Yes. I haven't had a Brian's, bad experience. Brian's fault for not being here. I, yeah. We're supposed to support each other. I'll take that responsibility. I, I apologize. And uh, Brian didn't shave for the radio here, and he looks like he's coming off a three-day drunk. So <laughs> That's where he's been. That's why he wasn't here Tuesday. That's why he missed it. But yeah, I th- I, and I, I think that you're right. now, And I hadn't, didn't really pay attention to it. I do not like the Tetris thing, but I think the hexagonal, mm-hmm. like the T shapes and like some of those other ones does make it feel a little different to me. And then the the support infrastructure of the cards that give you those immediate builds, like the sky track, oh, like yeah. sky cars or the side mm-hmm. entrance. Yeah. You know, those <clears throat> sorts of things. And then the, even the little bonuses for the, what is it? The ticket gates and the... Oh, the kiosk. The kiosk. The kiosk, kiosk. yeah. The kiosk and the pavilions. There's a little (laughs) one hex buildings that you can pop in anywhere to fill in slots. Everything resets and you get your... Your income from all the tickets, whatever that you're, you know, you're up to. Um, when people take cards, it moves the coffee break up. That's kind of the basis of it. It's... It is not that hard to pick up if it's explained correctly. (laughs) But playing it for the first or second time, there's just so much going on that you're like, oh, I'm going to do Australia. And then the card deck is so much that you don't see enough Australia. Mm -hmm. Or I want to do bears. And then you figure out, well, there's there's like five bears in the whole thing. I, I love this game. I really enjoy playing it. Even though it's long, it is very Terraforming Mars light. But, like, very light, you know? You can see the relation if you've ever played both, but it's, it's I don't know, it's so much easier to mess with, so. Yeah, I think the first game we played was five hours. Yes. It was, like, the second <laughs> night you had it, and you had said, we stayed up till two trying to play it last night, and I had missed that one, and then I came the next night, and you're like, okay, this is going to be faster. And then it was five hours. And then the, sec- the third time, it was fast. Like, we got through it pretty fast. Um, and now I, I really like it. I mean, enough so that I got my own copy. But it is. <clears throat> the the photos, the look and feel, the the branding of the cards, categorization of the cards is very terraforming Mars-like. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have all those other things, the hexagonal um, zoo stuff and the... Was it Raja, the Ganges type? Yeah, it's the Ganges type scoring. Determining the end of the game are the two scoring things meeting. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys for playing a lot last summer while I was still out of town. So I I missed those early games. (laughs) It's a good thing. (laughs) They were very long. Or they wouldn't have been so long. Well, that's true. You you never know. Never know how that works out. Well, maybe maybe Kevin would be more excited about it. (laughs) Well... You know, the one thing I didn't like about it, and it could be because mm. I didn't really know what I was doing, but mm. even once I felt like I got the hang of it in general, I, I felt like I was painted into a corner because no matter which of the five card turns I could take, it didn't do anything for me. It right. didn't advance me in any <clears throat> way. And so the card I needed to play, or the two cards I needed to play were at the one and two position. I needed them up at the four or five. Mm-hmm. So that was going to take me a couple of rounds and there was nothing to do with the other cards to use because you rotate them around. So yeah. Five goes to one, and then you know whichever one you use goes to one, you push the other ones up. Yeah. I couldn't push those up fast enough, and so my zoo was like half the size of everybody else's. 
and uh, there was just nothing. Uh, you know, uh, at one point it took me two rounds to get two extra cards, and both of those cards needed like six times the amount of things that I actually possess. Right. So it was useless. <laughs> and then trying to figure out a strategy from there. So I don't know. Again, it could just be one of those things where I don't know. I, I didn't know that there was some other play, but I had four cards. None of them I could play. And I didn't have any other pieces that I could put up in the conservation area. So there was nothing to do. And even to try and move the coffee cup up for the break and everything to kind of reset everything, I couldn't even do that. So it made it, again, it was a very frustrating experience when by the time I figured it out, like halfway through the game, like what I was actually doing. It was like, okay, well now I'm just stuck. And everybody else, when they took a turn, were putting seven or eight things down at a time. And I was like, well, I think I can move this card up and that's it. So I, I don't know if that's a flaw in the game or a flaw in me or both. But uh, I, Whenever it's position. possibly a flaw in you, I, I think that's Well, probably... I would bet heavily on that as yeah, well. Was... But <laughs> the, game, you know, and the, the game shouldn't allow... So like, there, there was just nothing else I could do. There should be a, a lever to avoid frustration. Well, usually there is. A, you know, there's a lot of games where it's like, okay, well, I'll just take 20 bucks or something like that. And even <clears> in this one, there is, if you're at the five position or the four position. Yeah. But if you're at the one or two position for that one card that has that, you know, magic lever to restart stuff... It, there was just no way to get out of that. So I had to wait for everybody else to reset everything, and that was it. And by that point, everybody had three times the amount of cards that I had, and I still had my one initial uh, little person that I could put up in the conservation area to move up because you guys were chaining so much together. And I couldn't get to the point where I could chain anything, so I was just taking one or two turns at a time Whereas by the end of the game, everybody else's turn was like six or seven elements at a time that scored all these points. Again, I, I think I can move my card up so maybe next time I can reset everything. So the time after that, I might actually be able to take a real turn. And then that usually didn't work out because somebody else did something and triggered something else during the game. So, it, you know, it's hard to play when you're, you've are you got one arm tied behind your back. Oddly if you enough, wanted to I do it again... very naturally. Yeah, yeah, if you tried to do that again, you would not, you know... Well, well, because some of the ones that you discarded, too, what is it, Appeal? You had some that said you can't play these after, after 25. yeah. And so you had, like, four. Three you know, of like my first yeah, four cards said anything. that, and my first mm-hmm. card that I could play put me over 25. Yep. So I couldn't play the other three, right. but I didn't mm-hmm. know that because when we started the game and, and, and we said, well, there's eight and you're going to draft your, your pick of four, I had no idea what any of the symbols meant or how to play them or what the strategy or that I would be at 25 in the blink of an eye. So that was part of it. I just I yeah, had just, no idea what I was doing. A big hole to start. Yeah, he got, yeah. yeah, he got painted into a corner. Yeah, we'd started at twenty just so the game didn't go super long. It would be, be like, fine if you. I mean, this would take forever. The requirements is take all those twenty five or less cards out of the deck, or yeah. if you drew one, you just discard it and draw a different one. That would yeah. be a suggestion for, um, for next yeah, time. They need to have like A, B, C coded yeah. cards. So, and that's one of my complaints is. That for being a zoo thing, I I've never put an elephant in my zoo, a tiger, a lion. Right. The deck you know, is so huge that you yeah. can't count on yes. getting any of the animals that you actually like. Yeah, yes. and yeah. by the time you are capable of doing it, if you don't draw it, it's not going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. so there should be like a bonus for these marquee animals. You know, and it just 
there's nothing. And so there's no real incentive. I put out three wombats and I'm that equals an elephant. And, you know, it took me less time to get that to happen. Yeah. So I, I just don't, I don't like how the lion, the grizzly, the elephant, whatever other huge, nice animals are. They're just, you just never put them in your zoo. Like mm-hmm. the best I've done is a jaguar, you know? Yay. Well, and that's, that's where I, when I first played, I was like, I'm going to have a bird zoo and I'm going to get <laughs> the, you know, the aviary and I'm just going to have a bunch of high end birds. You know, I'm going to have the petting zoo with a bunch of small birds and I'm going to get a bit and then you don't get any birds. Yeah. This time I got a bunch of gorilla cards, no gorillas at all, but I got a bunch of snakes. So then I was like, well, now I got to go build this snake house and then put these snakes in there because I need to empty my hand out. Uh, and it worked out. But I, and maybe it's just because, you know, we talked about terraforming Mars, but at least in the terraforming Mars start deck, they have those little pink dots at the bottom say, you know, like when you're playing, don't use these for mm-hmm. brand new players. Like when you're starting off, don't use these cards because they complicate your life. They probably should have done that on this and just say, filter these cards out and then play with these cards. And then it will make the entire experience shorter um, and more enjoyable because we did try to, what is it? The rule said but that we, we could go, go to 20 or we just started at 20. No, to make the no. Game and it makes sense, you know, just move it up. Because that's twenty bucks. That or it's not even twenty bucks, but it's like twelve dollars. You're gonna be starting at so increase your money to put more stuff in, and it makes the whole thing go yeah, quicker. Just makes the whole game. And then yeah. then that's what jammed you up for twenty five because yeah. you get five points on the next one. And well, that was again, it. that's not the the necessarily the flaw of the game. I just didn't know. No, absolutely. Pick. I didn't know what I was doing, and, and no, just I by just, default though, it jammed you up yeah. because we were already so far ahead that well, you didn't have any time to really. And play. he also. It was like, oh, you want to do this? Oh, you have to flip this card. Yeah, how about this? No, you have to do this and then flip that card and then you can do. You know, it was just like it was a combination yeah. of stuff that he really could not play. Well, any it was of this stuff. like what you just said. We had the whole there. One of the conservatories was all the birds, the little blue circles, and I picked a couple cards and discarded ones that did not have that kept those and i was like this is going to be great i I think that was one of the first ones i played was an uh an aviary card the other one required you had two aviary symbols Mm. so i was like well i'm halfway there and this other one's going to be great i finished the game with that same card in my hand because i could never find another aviary card to come up so and and we played it for hours and Mm -hmm. never got another one of those cards that i could play so and I kept it in my hand because I was like, whatever it was, I was like, this is this will be helpful. This will get me some points later on. Yeah. Uh, and I, I kept thinking, well, an aviary card has to come up next. It's got to come up next. And after two hours, three hours, I never got another one. So that is, that I think that could be potentially a flaw of the game. The size of the deck and the randomness when you shuffle it, you just... You, you might think you want to go down a certain path and just those cards may all be in the bottom half of the deck and you're never going to see them. That's because Pearson no loves a big it. deck. Yes, I do. Uh, but, yeah, um, also I had all the birds. Somebody in front of you. I had six birds and I was trying to figure out a way to play the... I don't know, there was a couple birds. It's annoying with the birds when you buy the aviary and you get, like, the the birds that don't fit in there there's some that you just got to have a fairly large area and i'm like stupid waste Um, that was one of my first cards i got the aviary for free 
So I was like, this is this is definitely going to work out for me. I get a free aviary. I've got two aviary cards in my hand. Yep. And then <clears throat> I just sat on those eggs the whole game. Yeah. And that, the hand limit, everybody tries to fight for that. Plus two, you know, you come out, you get the university, it gives you a five. Five hand limit instead of the regular three hand limit. At the beginning of the game, oh, I've got an elephant. Get rid of that. That ain't going to freaking happen. So elephant's gone. You know, but even oh, if tiger. you draw halfway Boom. through the game, you yeah. still are thinking, well, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. It's not worth it now because right. I didn't build up to it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. We're harping on the big animals. I just want an elephant in my zoo at one point. It would be nice. It would be if nice. you didn't feel like you were hamstringing um, yourself to do. I, that. I mean, that's <laughs> like the signpost on the front of the box. Oh, absolutely! Like, yeah. You're the like, oh, look at all right these right big there. cats oh, and yeah. stuff, and yeah. it's like, yeah. If you oh, look, that's every single 90 one. Ninety points. It's the lion, the it's tiger, yeah. the bear. <laughs> oh my! This is the, the only time you're ever going to see them is on the front <laughs> of the box. Yes. Yep. <laughs> they should up their value. Also, like the bonus cards, the in-game bonus cards, they're fine, but there's only like eight of them, and if you get stuck with a combo of rocks and or water you know the combo and or there's one other one that's particularly seems difficult to do there's no real variety there and you're doing so many things during the game that i don't know for at least for my game i never even bothered looking at that card again yeah and when i did i was like i'm nowhere near this i had no idea like and even if i did uh try to go that route where i would have gotten a couple points there it was really like a couple of points it wasn't worth it yeah, there wasn't anything it, yeah. that was like it's, I, this. This is where I'm going to build my game to try and accomplish this uh, this task or whatever. It was like, well, I, I'm getting more points just playing cards. Yeah, and it's a it's a bump on the victory points, the conservative mm-hmm. part. So it, it takes place at the end, and I think the max is four. So you know, there's small increments on that side, but you know, this is some place where they could have a bonus card that says if you have two of these animals in your in your crib, you get all these four points or whatever like if you've got an elephant or and a tiger you know boom you got it. or you know some way to bring more value to those things and kevin had trouble with the prerequisites and unlike mars there's not a lot of prerequisites it's not really a problem you don't need to build up like a bunch of birds to play like the really awesome bird or australia's to do you know there are a couple cards that that, that do have that but they're few and far between and I think that's one thing that it kind of dumbs down the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, I'm just playing all this stuff. And, you know, it's not hard with the exception of like a couple to get the um, the prereqs for playing a card. You know, at the beginning, it, it's tough. But as you go through, it's it's not that bad. And so it's just, it's really, for the most part, a non-factor. And that kind of takes a little bit away from the game. You know, it's not like you're building some super bird engine to take off, you know, whatever. Maybe that's what the problem is. That after you game for a long time, you think, okay, I already know where this is going. And yeah. then you, like, that's what I, you try to do. You're, like yeah. I said, I wanted to go straight up aviary house and then have all of that. And then it's like, that's not how you yeah, win. dangerous to put blinders yeah. on. And then yeah. this time it was, okay, I got, because I, all, every single time, and you started going there, I was like, damn it. I always saw the petting zoo. I always start with the petting zoo. And this time I got no petting zoo animals. There was like no four. petting zoo. Yeah, there were no petting zoo animals to snap. There was I, nothing. I and you yeah. had them. Yeah. And and I was like, okay. And so this time I was like, well, I can't start with the petting zoo. So I'm just going to, what is this? Wombat? Sure. Snake? Maha. And then like, okay, I'm going to get some green. Yeah, but that was, that was also part of my criticism is the stuff that I was getting 
was kind of a one-time bonus. Mm -hmm. So even the petting zoo, you're going to get that multiplier, but then it stops. Yep. You max That's out true. at yeah. three of them. So yep. I, I was like, okay, again, I didn't know you can only get three. By the time I had two, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to keep building to these. But a lot of the other cards everybody else was choosing were things that every time I do X, I get to do Y and Z. And anytime I do this, I get these four other actions or I get money and I get a bonus. And I was like, okay, none of all of my cards are basically spent and that's it. So there's kind of a difference in the cards that some of them are really, really valuable, but they only come up once. And if you're someone who collects and gets like six of those, you are dominating every turn. Maybe not the game, but you're dominating your turn because you're chaining so many things together. Like you were just saying that it's not hard to get those prereqs and everything. It, it was hard for me because, yeah, because when somebody would take a turn, they build something... They would cover something up. They'd get that bonus for covering that up, which triggered one of their cards, which triggered a second card. And I was like, well, I had a petting zoo like three turns ago. You know, <laughs> There's such a, a, a difference in the levels of the cards to me now that I like look back at it. There, there were some that were recurring and some that just like paid off That's a good point, at man. once, and then that was it, and then you're done. So if you go too strongly in that direction, it ended up hurting me at the end of the game. It was good at first, and but it didn't get me enough bonuses. It'll move you up the track because the audience should know as you go up the track, you get to unlock other bonuses along the way. And that was part of my issue as well, is I couldn't get the little caps, little graduation caps, mm -hmm. whatever they were. So I couldn't... Oh, yeah. Everybody else was mm -hmm. like, well, now I have this, and that's going to bump me up on this other track, which gets... It's like clever, you know? As soon as... Uh, Yes. You start unlocking everything, you could chain four together. And I was like, well, I can't even move the first one, so I can't get to the all the other ones. So when you guys unlocked everything, that's how you, you're doing that and saying, well, that was easy. Again, I think I would I would be able to look out for that kind of thing going through a, another, you know, should I play this in eight months? And, and I guess it's sometime this year they're going to put out an expansion with Aquatics. And so I wonder how that's going to go. Like, you you have to half the, half the deck. I mean, an expansion that expands the deck, to me, <laughs> would just make it that much worse. Totally, yeah. There's... You're, like, sitting with an aquarium waiting for a shark way at the bottom of the deck. Like, I don't, I don't know how you do that. Like, yeah, I'd rather see the Zularetto, Aquaretto yeah, exactly. type thing where you've got a variant of the game instead of expanding the deck. Yeah, because I don't even know. I mean, you'd have like maps on top of maps on top. I don't yeah, know how yeah. You've do been that. doing that some with Wingspan too, where you get the expansion uh, and then you pull, uh, go through and say, "Okay, let's call some of these back out of the deck yeah. so we don't have too many copies of very, very similar effects." So, but overall, I I really like this game. I enjoy playing it. It's moments of frustration, but <laughs> you know, I, I, there was one time I played it that it took me forever to find a freaking animal to play. So it was kind of, you know, I'm just like, all right. And I, I lost that one. Uh, I usually do fairly well at it. But that time, I was just, okay, I just there's no animals coming up. I'm going to play my sponsorship. I'm going to hold on to these conservation cards that are never going to come in handy. And we'll just roll with it. So I mean, I enjoy the game. I need to play it more again. You guys played it a lot 
when I wasn't around. So I haven't, I really haven't played the game as much as I need to to really get a feel for how everything's going. I've definitely enjoyed the game when I played it, but I've always felt a little bit lost as far as how to sequence my actions to get the most out of everything. So it's certainly a game that rewards multiple plays and you're going to get deeper and get a better feel for how to avoid the situations where the action that you really need to do is the one you did two times ago and it's just not strong. I could never play it again and be totally happy. But again, I, I don't think I got a fair shake with it. But that's where I'm at right now. But it bruised you that much. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's in my nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> well, I liked it. I, I mean, it, it did take me three three plays to like really get into it. But I, I dug it. I, I think that it is a very Excel spreadsheety looking game. Like, I'm not going to say that it's a pretty game. I think some of the other games that we've played before, like Abomination, even with something like Chaos, like, it's very thematic and it looks great. This one, to me, looks like an Excel spreadsheet. You got a bunch of boxes, there are three or four different colors, and then you've got the Photoshop animal pictures on it, Mm -hmm. Um, but it is a good game. I think that it has to be that way to keep things categorically set up where it makes sense because like with the five hour play if you don't have some semblance of order on the board you you would be even more lost than you would be trying to figure it out the first time anyway yeah um so i don't think that the this like looking at it is specifically going to draw you in you know as brian said i think three or four plays you'll go okay now i know it and then that part the I don't think it's ugly, but I'll just say the ugliness of it disappears after you play it a couple more times because you're so enthralled with what, how am I going to do this and how am I going to move it. The rest of the fact that it's it doesn't immerse you in that I yeah. think makes it okay. You're seeing the powers, absolutely, all the cards more than letting the artwork distract you. Absolutely. Yeah. So. yeah until next time. some chaos.